Hey there, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to invite you to one of our greatest trainings ever. It's how to build and grow a profitable solo or group practice sustainably. All you got to do is check it out at zinimi.com slash podcast. All right, on to our episode. Hey everyone, it's Kelly Higdon with Zinni Me, and today I'm joined with Dr. Megan Carney, a psychologist in Boise, Idaho, and a boot camper. I want to welcome you, Megan. Thanks for being here and sharing your story. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about before we ever met or before you became a boot camper, what was your practice like? Like, what was the experience of being a business owner and a therapist? Yeah, so I had my private practice for about a year before I joined boot camp, and I spent a year doing some work that I really, I really didn't like. It drained <laughs> me. What you mean? There's stuff you have to do that you don't like when you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when I had decided that I needed to leave that particular type of work mm-hmm. and. I had been doing your free resources for a while, and I knew that it was the right fit for me, so I signed up, and it was the best thing that I could have done for myself, awesome. um, because I had no idea what I was going to do to grow my practice and to sustain it, leaving behind this big moneymaker, but also big drainer for me. So really it was a niche change that you were making, like you were working in one area and doing one type of service and you were wanting to change. Yes. Yeah. And it was a big money maker, huh? It was, it It was was profitable. Let's call it that as profitable. Yeah. It was scary. It was profitable, but it also required me doing things that I didn't want to do, like working weekends and working evenings Mm -hmm. and, literally writing reports in my head at night while I was falling asleep. No. Yeah. And I couldn't do it anymore. What was that doing to your life? It was making me a really crabby person. Um, Very crabby. I was, I was getting some vicarious trauma from it too. And I didn't realize it at the time, but now looking back on it, I can say, wow, that's definitely part of what was going on there. So what initially, you know, having gone through boot camp, what are some of the things that you've been implementing and changing in your practice? Yeah. Well, I've changed my niche and I actually changed it twice um, because I realized that in the second round of boot camp, my niche and my vision didn't match up. Mm. So I changed my niche again because I realized coming out of that practice that I was doing, I just wanted to be in something that I felt really confident and comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And that was evaluation because I had done that for a very, very long time. But there's always been a string of trauma in all of the work that I do. And Mm -hmm. When you have us do the vision grid, which comes later in boot camp, which I appreciate that it comes later because I don't think I could have done it and been so accurate earlier (laughs) if it was at the beginning of the process. 
I, um, when we got to that point for the second round, I decided to make a desktop of it mm. to have the, the vision, the goal, and the projects on my desktop. And then I could just do a little Word document for all the tasks that fit in there. Yeah. And um, I was looking at it every day going, why am I, what, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> why doesn't it make sense? And then after a little while, I was like, oh, that's why it doesn't make sense. Because it doesn't so connect changed. to the vision. Yeah, it didn't connect at all. I mean, I could make it connect. I could say, well, I only want to do trauma evaluations, but you really, that is a tricky thing to try to market, to say, I'm only going to evaluate people who have experienced trauma and nothing else. That is very tricky. Um, and overall, I know it's not the best fit for me either. So I transitioned into doing trauma therapy, um, particularly for people who experienced either a relationship type of trauma or a discrimination type of trauma. So in discovering this about the trauma yeah, and seeing how it connects to what you were doing, this mm -hmm. is how you then evolved into the next. Yeah, yeah, because in my vision, I was like, I want to be talking and teaching about trauma and cultural competency and trauma informed care. And I want to be able to work from anywhere. And you can't do that with evaluations. Um, very few evaluations can be done from anywhere online. Um, you can do some immigration evaluations that way. But for me, that that piece is is something that I want to be able to give back to the community and not build my business around so I didn't want that to be the business focus but it became your give back focus yes I love yeah. that yeah how do you feel now about your practice hey it's Kelly are you enjoying today's episode there is so much more to starting your private practice. That's why we created Business School for Therapists. It's our lifetime access business building program created especially for you and all the future stages of practice that you are going to go through. If you're ready to join a community that supports you, that to have access to a massive library of private practice trainings covering everything from creating your vision to setting your fee to getting you legally covered and more, this is for you. Simply go to bit.ly slash therapist business school to get started. I feel pretty good about it now. I, um, it's not perfect. It's not exactly where I want it to, to be, but I have grown it in ways that I feel comfortable with and at a pace that is comfortable for me and my family. Um, in the last round, you had put a post up of, to, in response to somebody else about like, well, if it hasn't gotten done, maybe it doesn't need to be done right now and I was right. like yes that's exactly what I needed to hear because I can get caught up in trying to do everything and mm -hmm. you all provide so much information and mm -hmm. this time in that one week piece I just took everything and said okay which day of the week that I'm working on my business am I going to do that thing and so it's all just scheduled on my calendar now and 
there's some flexibility in my calendar too. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you like now in your life? I mean, how has that shifted things for you there? It is a lot better. I feel like I have a lot more energy for my kiddo. I have a five-year-old and Mm -hmm. she's very active. So I have a lot more energy for her. I feel way less stressed out. I'm not as quick to like snap or get mm-hmm. upset at my partner. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think, you know, it's interesting. A couple of things that I'm hearing in your story is how you can find more ease in your practice when you stop forcing something to fit. And that too, like pacing yourself is important because it doesn't all have to be done right now. I think it's funny when people want to talk about success stories in practice. It's like, it doesn't mean it's the end. Like you're done. You've arrived. I have (laughs) yet to arrive. You know, it's a constant growing, but we, that doesn't mean we don't honor what we have created so far. And then also that whole how you run your business does impact how you show up for your family, show up for yourself outside of, outside of the business. I love your efforts in planning, like how you took, you make a visual of that, you know, vision (laughs) grid that we talk about in bootcamp and focus on the tasks, but also just, you know, planning out on your calendar, another visual way of saying, I've already got it planned out. I have my pacing set. I don't need to do more. You know, I think a big lesson and it, it really shows your growth and maturity because there is something to pacing that I think a lot of us need to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a lesson learned, learned the hard way for me. I mean, I certainly was burning out and getting sick a lot and is not being happy at all and not making any time for myself and mm-hmm. boot camp. I don't know that that would have changed. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad it has changed. And I'm sure, like you said, it's not perfect. We're still refining, but yeah. How valuable just for you to have longevity in the practice versus if you had kept trying to fit those tasks, like, oh, I'm going to make this happen, even though it has no connection to what I really want. You know, I think, what do you think part of that, when you look at your vision, was it scary to say what you wanted? Or did you, how did you feel about your vision initially? Um, it, it's always been scary to say what I wanted. I have been wanting to train other people and be able to speak to other people for a really long time. And I've always like tried one little tiny thing and then said, Oh no, I can't do that. That, That's not something that's achievable for me. And so now I'm not there. I'm not doing that, but I have a very long-term goal of building up to that. And part of that is being able to, to practice what I want to preach. Mm-hmm. And so I'm building the practice piece of it now mm-hmm. so that I can talk about it from a, a place of not just knowledge, but also experience in the future. I love that. That's integrity. That's yes. I yeah. love that. So what would you say to someone who 
is thinking about doing boot camp? Don't wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's not worth waiting. Um, I put it off for a year and I made money, but I lost a lot of quality time for mm -hmm. myself and for my family. And it, it's the right fit for so many people, I think your program is, because you all come at it from a place that's very, you know, therapist-y. <laughs> uh, meeting us all where we're at and recognizing that what fits for one of us might not fit for another one of us and that we can all take it at our own pace and, and make it work for us. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to thank you sharing your story but also for changing the story for a lot of clinicians as you share that I hope it inspires anyone that's listening that you know to name your vision and to start working towards that is one of the best things you can do for your business and also planning and aligning what you do on the day-to-day -day does matter not just yeah. clinically, but also for your personal life and your relationships at home. A quality life is important for all of us. And so we want that for our clients. We want that for ourselves too. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm happy to. I'm always telling my friends about boot camp and trying to get them to start up. <laughs> That's great. Well, we hope to see them in the next round. Uh, we have a wait list right now and doors will open up in the spring. So yay. yay. <laughs> All right, Megan, thanks so much. Yeah, you're welcome. For those of you who are wanting more processes and more organization and really figuring out how to do this in a real sustainable way, growing your practice, please share this podcast. If you're on the blog, post a comment below. We're happy to answer your questions. And we hope to see you in our next round of bootcamp. Take care. I hope you loved today's episode. If you're a therapist who's tired of those long hours, low pay, and constantly battling burnout, don't forget our free video training designed just for you on how to build and grow a sustainable, profitable solo or group practice. Head over to zinnime.com slash podcast to check it out today. Until next time.